On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks just can't win a game normally, can they? Why not? We'll talk about how Josh Green made a massive impact on the game and closed, and Luka Doncic just keeps doing what he does on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment below. Give me one thing. Just tell me one thing that stood out to you in this game. Just one. Let me know in the comment section below. Today's episode is aptly, aptly brought to you by Sweatblock. <laughs> if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, maybe turning it over late in games, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKDOWN at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Woo, letting it ride. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the dodo dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Where were you the night that Josh Green went face-to-face with Kevin Durant? Right. Face-to-chin, maybe. <laughs> what if I told you that what it was if, Josh Green? What if I told you? Oh, my gosh. Theo Pinson... I love you. <laughs> more just, than a hype. Hashtag yeah. more than a hype man. He's more than a hype man, but tonight he was a trash talker, hype man, everything. He's more. His his facial expression and just <laughs> reaction and everything when Katie missed the second free throw <laughs> was just immaculate. Oh. It was incredible. You know Katie was so pissed thinking that I can't even look over there. I can't even give can't Theo even, the acknowledgement of it. Even so look at that dude over of there. Of all the names to talk about tonight, we're starting off with Theo Pinson. <laughs> Shout out to Theo Friend Pinson. of the pod. Friend of the pod, Theo Friend Pinson. Friend of the pod. Oh my gosh, an incredible game. Mavs win 96 to 94. And thanks to Kevin Durant's missed free throw late, they don't force overtime, which was just, he he had made 61 free throws in a row. Leading up to that, he had a chance to tie the game to go into overtime, and he misses the second free throw, misses the third one intentionally, and it was just another one of those games where the Dallas Mavericks just, they don't want to hold on to these leads late. They don't want to. I, I was like, okay, 10-point lead. What was his 10-point lead, two minutes, no, two minutes and 46 seconds to go. How many to every single game the Mavericks have played? I'm going to keep saying this. This is going to be our new thing. Every single game the Mavericks have played this year, they have had a lead in the fourth quarter, and most of them double-digit leads. This is another one of those games. How did the Mavericks end up almost going to overtime in this game? Uh, another clutch game, obviously. Uh, this is what eight out of the nine. Eight games out of nine. Yep. Played. It's got to um, be the most in the league, unless Orlando played one tonight. Um which is just wild to think about. You know, there were so many things towards the end there that, you know, kid opted to do the, hey, we're up up three. We're going to foul and make you shoot free throws. Kind of worked the first time. Katie hit both free throws. Then, you know, 
Mass came down, came back down. And then this is when the Dorian play happened. It was very clear that they were trying to foul again. They didn't want Durant to have the 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 chance at the three point three point shot to tie the game. And Maxi, it was like Maxi was waiting for him to get across half court. And right before he could he could foul him, they called timeout. And then you know it's just stuck stuck into this whole thing of they pass into KD. Dorian's just thinking, hey, we got to foul him before he gets a shot up. And Dorian just you know made a dumb timing decision of it, but just reaching in and I saw some people giving Dorian some heck about it of, Oh my gosh, what what dumb type of reach in is that? And it's like, well, actually he was trying to foul him. He just didn't know he's going to go up with the shot. So are you talking was, about that last so, second one? Yeah. yeah. Well, they yeah. called the foul on Bullock. Really? They called the, yeah, I'm, I'm looking right here at the stat sheet. They called the foul on Bullock. That's what I had written down too. They cut that. And like Bullock was the one that came in there. And I mean, they both thought the same thing, right? It doesn't change. It doesn't change yeah. the intention behind it, but they thought let's foul him before he can get a shot up. But Ke- it's Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant. He was already yeah. in the sweeping, like go up for a shot motion. And so then that's when he goes to the line, but man, I, like two minutes and 46 seconds, the Mavs are up 92 to 82. Like, well, the answer to your question <laughs> was that it was bad decision-making for Mavs. Why was this game? It was some bad decisions on Luca late with some offensive possessions, some of these foul stuff. But anyway, that was it. even defensively. So like it's nine minutes and or it's two minutes and 46 to go. They're up 92, 82. And Luca gets his fifth foul. The, the, the refs in this game were frustrating the mess out of the entire Mavericks wow. team and the entire Nets team. I, it was, it was bad all over. Just inconsistent. Um, Hey, NBA. If you want to do 15 games in one day, maybe let's get 15 good ref crews, huh? Maybe let's start with that first before we decide to do 15 games in one day. I understand the premise. We can't. Hey, do we have 15 hit, good ref crews in the NBA? I don't know if we have five. Do we have 15 good refs? Hit the conspiracy music for a second. My friend uh, Sam Juan uh, tweeted at me and said, hey, are we sure the paraphrasing here the refs didn't uh get together and was like hey we got tony's back tonight spencer's not getting to the free throw line <laughs> did he not did he not get a single free throw no he got z- zero and my guy got clobbered at <laughs> times and i mean he went to the rim at, i mean i'm like even called for is- offensive fouls he had four turnovers they were some a couple of them were offensive fouls i thought so tell me i'm wrong <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm, not, <laughs> I'm in i'm in on the conspiracy <laughs> music for sure um so, so yeah, the, the Mavericks make terrible decisions late in game. Dorian had two awful turnovers. He, one where he, mm. where he was like late in the shot clock. Luca was isoing. He didn't have anything. And then he kicks over to Dorian. He drives. The ball goes out of bounds because he just has no shot to get any kind of shot off against Durant. So he turns it over there. Another one where he just throws an awful cross-court pass to Dwight that gets picked off by Cam Thomas. And... Like Brooklyn takes a timeout right after that, and you can just see Luca pleading with Dorian, just pleading with him, slow down, everybody, let's slow down, calm down. In the huddle, even you can see him with his hands just going like, like calm down, everybody, slow down, let's do it. Because and Dorian admitted it after the game. He told us, you know, I tried to give the game away in so many different ways tonight. Like I, I got to stop trying to give, give the game away. He knew that those those turnovers were on him for sure. Uh, and then it, like you like you said, it became the foul game where they went back and forth and. Credit to Luca and Dorian. Luca made two free yeah. throws late. Dorian made two free throws late. What does it say about Dorian? Uh, he mentioned this as well that Luca trusted him to come get the ball a couple times late in this game. 
Well, I mean, yeah, Luca trusts him to take any of the big shots. I mean, it goes back to last year. I mean, he had a couple game winners last year, the corner shots, the corner threes, uh, in these clutch moments. And I mean, it's free. Yeah. When he went to the free throw line, I'm like, Hey, this is your time. You got it. You got to knock these down to get Kevin Durant on the other side. And he, and he did. And I think it just shows a growth of him as a player that, you know, I mean, he had his best game of the season so far. He had what? 15, 16 points in this game. Um, 18 points. Uh, it's career, not career, high, season high, um, so far, but, um, yeah, after you make it, it's a sign of a mature player whenever you make some crucial mistakes and you can still have some clutch free throws there at the end. That's what Dorian did. I just love seeing seeing the maturity out of Dorian, seeing the late game plays that he's just a, like a stalwart, has to close, has to start, has to close. Incredible to see him. Made a couple of threes, hit all six of his free throws. He had four turnovers. Two of them were late and were bad, and he admitted to it, but... Uh, crucial plays down the stretch as well. Coming up, you know who else made some crucial plays? Josh Green and the hype train. Woo! The Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi hype train keeps Audible. going. How did Josh Green put his imprint on this game? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, oh man, late in this game, I, I didn't think I was going to have to sweat it out as bad as I was sweating it out. But with two minutes and 46 seconds, Mavs had a 10-point lead. And then all of a sudden, it was a one-point game. And you're like, I just got to... I got, I got, I need something for my underarms for like, I'm sitting in a pool of sweat. I just felt like I needed something. I could have used sweat block. I have some, I have some still in my bathroom. You can go check it out. Sweat block wipes are your secret to confidence. The sweat block wipes work for up to seven days per use. All you have to do is while you're dry, you'd use the deodorant or the wipes and you wipe them under your underarms while you're dry. And then you get up to seven days use of not having to deal with embarrassing sweat stains or pit stains or anything like that. If you you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try SweatBlock. Save 20% with the promo code Locked On. two words, Locked On at sweatblock.com. They're also available on Amazon, but you don't get that promo code if you use it. Again, sweatblock.com, promo code Locked On. All right, Isaac Harris. Ooh, the Dallas Mavericks get a win. They pull out another clutch win. By the way, eight clutch games this season. The Mavs are five and three in those games. Orlando has played nine. <laughs> They're one and eight in those games. Is that every single game Orlando's played this year? Now, they, they have one game that's not clutch. So the, the Mavericks and, the, and Orlando are about tied there. Um, the Mavericks get the win. And we talk about Luka a lot. We'll talk, we will talk about Luka. But Josh Green, this was his game, I felt like. This was his, like, he put an imprint on this game. He ended up closing the game. I'm pretty sure it's the first real, like, real game he's actually closed for the Mavericks. 16 points, close to his career high of 18. Five rebounds. He got the offense. He got the one Josh Green offensive rebound. Two assists. Uh, and then he hit two, but he hit all five of his shots. Two, two of them threes and all four of his free throws. What did you see from Josh Green tonight? Oh, I mean, one of the best games he's played, you know, kid rode the hot hand, wrote that down. I was like, all right, we, we just had that conversation yesterday. I'm like, hey, do you have this certain lineup to close games? It's very clear that Jason Kidd is. He was a, like, no, Isaac, I will, I, <laughs> I will not keep the same closing lineup. I will change it constantly. I'm sorry you thought we should have a closing lineup, oh, wait, wait. Isaac. Um, I have to apologize that you felt. We should have had the same closing lineup every game. Uh, but no, I mean, I mean, what a game from Josh Green. You know, I tweeted uh, Bob Garris during the game about because it's like, 
you know, Josh Green is obviously his guy and seeing him have this type of season so far is huge. Um, I'm I'm not in the camp though of saying like let's enjoy Josh Green what he's playing now these yeah. 25 26 minutes I'm not ready to hand Josh Green a starting spot and give him 40 minutes a night like he's playing really good in the role that he's he's playing it right now and yeah he got a lot of a lot more minutes especially in the fourth quarter but he just I mean I feel like we're I mean I feel like it's it's a broken record at this point he brings the energy and like you ju- you can just bring the action. Just flying everywhere for the rebound. I mean, he had a re- offensive rebound tonight that I thought his like mouth was at the rim. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Like this is. You, you know what he he said something in his post game that I thought was really interesting. He said, "You know, I'm always gonna crash on offense. I'm always gonna crash." And you're like, you can tell because he always goes after offensive rebounds. He's always gonna crash the boards, go after offensive rebounds. He said it was because of growing up playing Aussie rules football and like his nose for the ball and going after the ball and like that sort of whole like, all right, I got I to gotta find a path to the ball through a bunch of players because that's how, you know, Aussie rules football works. He's like, I got to go get the ball. And I thought that was really interesting because we hear a lot about, well, this guy played soccer and his footwork is so great. Well, what about getting rebounds because of playing Aussie rules football and going after the ball like that? I just thought it was really interesting. And Josh Green, he does it every single game. I mean, if you would have told me, what if I told you? What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you that Josh Green was going to play in the same game as Ben Simmons and Patty Mills and be the best Australian on the Ooh! Hot man, the hot player. Hot player. He was I the hot man. I would have not. I like, that's not a prediction I would have made like, <laughs> uh, before the season uh, or anything. But How much is Simmons? No, play? I, Simmons played 16 minutes. He, now he's coming back from knee soreness. So yeah. they, he didn't, Ben Simmons didn't start. By the way, that the entire arena, anytime Ben Simmons did something negative, cheered. Like, really loud yeah. it was very interesting to hear how against ben simmons they were even like when he got when he checked in off the bench for the first time i mean he had two right-handed like little jump hooks and it just i mean they're short it just looks i, tough, I texted right? you before the game the most obvious thing that i could text you in that ben simmons <laughs> tell, tell everybody what i wrote back i said i said <laughs> i said <laughs> I said, Ben Simmons jumper is broken. I was just sitting there watching warm up. It's one of the things you and I love to do is go, go like an hour or two early, watch guys just warm up to see him up close, sit courtside. And I said, I said, Josh Green's, or I said, stop. I said, Ben Simmons jumper is, is broken. And you said, well, yeah, LOL. Water is wet. <laughs> and it's true, but like he, he moves his hand at the last second. Like he brings the ball up. And then turns the ball with both of his, and you're like, like right at the top of his release point. You're like, the whole point of bringing the ball up to shoot in that way is to get some momentum. It's like, I don't know. I don't understand. Somebody's going to trade for him, and then that fan base or their lockdown hosts are going to have to convince themselves that, like, hey, we're going to unlock and bring out the best version of Ben Simmons. Twitter thought so it was going to be us. To, like, make today. sure you clip that and keep that for us <laughs> coming up in a few weeks. Oh, but but Josh, uh, but, but going back to yeah. Josh Green, incredible game for him. So Happy good. that he got the chance to finish the game. I was joking at the beginning; it that was a moment. You know, it was a flop by him. Uh, Kevin Durant, you mm. know, just having words. I'm like, all right, did Josh Green flop, or did you see it? Somebody tweet at you again, or like, what are you more mad about? <laughs> Five so. minutes to go. Josh Green and Luca had been most of the fourth quarter. They've been running this pick and pop action where Luca has the ball. Josh Green's getting guarded by Cam Thomas, the smallest, guy, smallest, youngest guy on the floor. And 
Josh Green comes up and sets a screen, and the whole time it's either, all right, Luca's either going to get the switch against Cam Thomas, or they're going to double, and he's going to kick over to Josh. Instead, he sets the screen against KD, and KD just nails him right in the chin, like just hits him right in the chin with, I don't know, like his his chest, like, <laughs> like he's way taller than Josh Green. Josh Green falls down, like you said, it was a flop, and then Kevin Durant leans over him and just like, starts going at him, like just starts saying stuff to him. Josh Green's on the ground, looking up, really confused, gets up and just takes all the smoke and is just like giving it back to KD. And then yeah, he hopped up quick and was like, on it. and there's nothing more telling about that your bench is working when a player like Kevin Durant in the middle of a skirmish walks over to your bench and starts giving words to your bench. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that means Theo has been doing his job all game. If uh, Durant's just walking over there to have words for him. Yeah. Uh, roster spot for vibes guy. Get out of here. Everybody that said, oh, they're just signing this guy. He, oh, he's just a great vibes guy. No, he impacts the game. I'm serious. Yeah, he he really does. And, you know, but going back to Josh Green for a second, the decision to keep him in over Reggie, what what a, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of a, a nicer term to use. Like, <laughs> what a ballsy move. I mean, yeah. was, I'll just go for it. Um, for, From from Jason Kidd to to do that. I mean, we're talking Reggie who shot 40% from three last year, all season. He's got the experience. He's the vet. That's why you have him Not on the all, team. He didn't shoot 40% all well, season. He shot terribly at the beginning of last season too, and yeah, now yeah. we're just dealing with the same thing again with Bullock. Finished strong. Playoffs was, was fine. Played a ton of minutes. And just, I mean, Josh Green played more minutes than him tonight, and there was no really foul trouble or anything like that. So I, I thought that was telling – we like it because we've been saying if we can preserve Reggie and Dorian and their minutes and stuff, let's do that. But, um, man, Josh had, had some fun dunks tonight going, going through the lane oh, on the fast break. The one and, with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter where Luca dropped Ben Simmons, like crossed him over and just dropped him on the ooh. ground. Luca had a wide open shot at the rim and just smoked the layup. Like, did, like almost was surprised how open he was all the way to the rim. And then Dwight does the Tyson Chandler tip out, gets it to green for just a massive dunk. It like that was the loudest I heard the, the crowd until KD missed, missed the second free throw. But <laughs> there's something about what Josh Green brings. It's just an energy. It's a little bounce. It's just a, something extra with just all the little things he does. Yeah. They got to find ways to keep on um, keeping him at, I think around the 20 minute mark. Like, I mean, we were talking before the season. It was Spencer Dinwiddie. It was Maxi Kleba for sure coming off the bench. It was Tim Hardaway Jr. for sure coming off the bench. It's like this eight-man rotation. Yeah. For Josh now to enter that to where, like, he's got to play every game now like, and, and have, a, have a role. It's all we asked for, right? Like, that's yeah. all we asked for going into the season. We said, all right, can he be the ninth man? Can he get into that rotation, be an impact in the ways that he's going to impact the game, the hustle stuff, play some defense? pass a little bit, hit maybe some threes. And now he's hitting all the threes. Dorian Finney-Smith was asked about Josh Green after the game, lights up and goes, you mean that's the best shooter in the league right there? The best 3-1 shooter in the league right there. You got to love it. 15 shot attempts for, for Josh, but <laughs> still, uh, um, it's, he's still shooting at a high clip, which is which is awesome. Like it, yeah. it's It really is good. And to the impact of having a guy, another wing defender energy mm. guy is mm. huge of having you know the dorian reggie's of the world and now you have tim and josh i mean how soon can we say josh was the best free agent addition 
of the offseason. <laughs> Not every player that was just on the roster is a free agent. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> if we're going to say it for Tim, let's just go ahead and say it for Josh because he's a different player. <laughs> and he's just like, getting more minutes. Yeah. Um, it's a different, different the job. thing about Josh, too, is that he's a smaller, quicker wing. And they needed another one of that because Reggie yeah. and Dorian are like having to chase around all these guards. And then they have Maxi to guard some of the bigger ones. So like now you have all levels. Like Josh is the smallest, quickest. Then Bullock's a little bit bigger, but still kind of quick. Then Dorian's a little bit bigger, still quick. Then Maxi is the biggest. Like you have all four that cover those bases. And so it's one of the reasons why the closing lineup has changed every single game is because you got to throw out different guys to guard different guys. And whoever's going to be a new guy. Enter a new guy that has logged clutch minutes for the maps. Yeah. I just said the the number of players yesterday was like eight or nine players, and now Josh is in that mix too. Coming up, what did Luca look like in the game? He scores 30 again. Another game for Luca scoring 30 plus. And uh, a couple other players made some big impacts in this game. Tim Hardaway Jr. goes out with an injury. Christian Wood only logs 20 minutes. Talk about all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go check out Bet Online. Hopefully, over the last couple of games, you didn't have the spread because <laughs> you would have lost really bad on the Mavs because of these late games they keep giving up. Um, there are no NBA games because there are no NBA games on Tuesday. So you can check out a bunch of different uh, college football stuff. Here's a good one they have all these specials and stuff on Bet Online. Will Steve Nash be an NBA head coach next season? No. Next season? Next season. No, no. is minus 185. Yes is plus 145. So he's going to take a year off or take mm-hmm. some time. Steve's like, I just want to go on vacation for a year. <laughs> Dirk, can you just come over to my house and we just chill and maybe we'll do TikToks with our daughters? <laughs> <laughs> so there's stuff like that on Bet Online. They have NBA draft stuff already. Oh my gosh. Wembenyama. What do you oh, think? What, what do you think are the odds for him? No, there's no talent. Minus a thousand. <laughs> Scoot is uh plus a thousand. So go check it out. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. We're continuing to talk about the Mavericks win against the Brooklyn Nets. Their second win against the Brooklyn Nets and another clutch win for the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic scores 36 points. He has six boards, six assists, hits five threes. Huge game for him uh, shooting the three. Only takes nine threes, Isaac Harris. Who's been calling for Isaac for uh, Luka Doncic to only take nine or less threes? Just keep on uh, adding that uh, that little stat up. Another win with Luka uh, taking under ten threes in this game. You know, one of the my favorite parts of this game, and just that I just love watching basketball, is they come out of uh, halftime, and Kevin Durant picked up Luka, and it was. I got the, it was, you know, it had to be some type of conversation at halftime of Kevin Durant saying, Hey, I want, I want to guard Luca or where Edmund Sumner just looked across the, just looked across the locker room and was like the Jimmy Butler meme, like leaned over his, <sighs> leaned over his shoes and was like, uh, can someone, can someone else give me some help? And he looks over at Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons like turns the other way and pretends like he can't see him. And then Kevin Durant's like, I got him. I'll pick him up. I'll pick him up full court. I'll pick him up at half court. I'll pick him up. Sumner looked like a high schooler who, and he was so small compared to Luca, but, but uh, just, I, you don't, you don't see that very often. You know, you don't see two, you know, superstars match up like that. And obviously Luca didn't guard Katie a ton on the other end, right. but Kevin Durant just taking on that matchup. I don't, I just don't like this Nets team at all. You know who <laughs> else doesn't like the Nets team? 
Kevin Durant. The rest of the Nets. I don't, I don't think anybody <laughs> likes being on this, this team right now. Uh, they're missing. But, but no, they're missing a player. They're missing a player that's not going to be there for a little while. Maybe yeah. for a long while. Maybe ever. Um, but no, I mean Luca again. I mean, I, I joked. I you know, he had twenty nine points there uh, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, I shot out a tweet and I was like, "Who's going to be the first person to tweet out the Wilt Luca stat?" Uh, because <laughs> at this point, like Wilt did this thing for twenty three straight games. So at this point, everybody's going to say it every single time that he yeah, scores thirty. Everyone's aware of it. He's the only player besides Wilt Chamberlain. I was like, was gosh, it Mavs PR that did it? That was the oh, first yeah, they, they I was, want. I was sitting next to somebody from Mavs PR, and he was like, hey, should I put this out now? I was like, yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> uh, somebody guessed Mavs PR, and uh, they've tweeted real, or whoever it was whoever, tweeted, whoever. Right, <laughs> tweet, tweeted right. I mean, as soon as he hit the 30-point mark, and it was like yeah. he had the stats. Luka Doncic so. has recorded his ninth consecutive game with 30-plus points oh, here to we begin go. the yeah. season. Doncic's current streak is the second longest of games recording 30-plus points to begin a season in NBA history. Will Chamberlain had 23 games in a row in 1963. Yeah, Luka has nine now. Yeah, so I mean, everybody's just gonna be racing to say that stat every time now. It's my it's my favorite bit that's gonna continue. On. <laughs> I love it. You gotta love it. Um, but yeah, I thought Luca was a little bit limited in the second half. He was also trapped and doubled a lot too. It wasn't yeah. just Kevin Durant locking him down. Like Kevin Durant did a really good job defending him. I thought he he's a prototypical player that could guard Luca. Right, got all the length, has some of the foot speed, decently strong, but then also can just stay with him and not foul. Well, I, th- I think that was part of the shift, too. I think they trapped. I feel like they trapped a lot more in the first half, and it feels like they shifted a little bit more in the second half, too. All right, if we put KD on him, then we can try to stay We can try to stay home a little yeah. bit more on the shooters to allow KD to kind of – because, like, if you're going to put KD on him, you don't really want to, like, bring help a ton, which they still did a few times, but it felt like that was kind of the shift. Still didn't work. I mean, Lucas still <laughs> did his thing, uh, but – because Katie's also one of their best help defenders too. <laughs> like he has to do, yeah, I mean, he has to do so much for this team. He ends up with five fouls, and he took twenty shots. He only scores twenty six points. Like, the, I think defending Luca had an adverse effect on him on the offensive end. Well, speaking of double, Mavs doubled KD a ton. For sure. And, I mean, it's exactly what I would do too. I mean, dare these other dudes on the team. Cam Thomas was the epitome of it's Cam Thomas time. <laughs> And that's his game. But like, it's Cam Thomas time. But they, I mean, Mavs doubled Kevin Durant a ton and just made it. I mean, how many times did he just catch it on the perimeter, got a double, and just like threw it away to somebody else? I'm like, and smart only, game plan. And only had four assists. So, like, it's not like these guys were catching some catch and shoot shots. I mean, Kevin Durant had 20 shots. Royce O'Neal had 12 shots. Cam Thomas had 13. Joe Harris had 10. Claxton had eight, who's like only taking around the rim. And like, that- Nick Claxton, best big on the floor tonight. He was. He was. He's de- mean, definitely the I'm not best. Even, I'm not even kidding. He was. Seven offensive everybody. rebounds, 14 rebounds overall. He had three steals. He had a block. I mean, yeah, he was great. He out-hustled all the Mavs bigs. For he sure. was better than all the Mavs bigs tonight. And I was like, wow. I was impressed by him a lot. Uh, you say that. And so Christian Wood only plays 20, 20 minutes. Six mm-hmm. points, four turnovers. He had six boards, which were good. Uh, he had an assist, misses three, three of nine from the field. Last time the Mavs played the Nets, Ben Simmons kind of took Christian Wood out of this game. We didn't see Ben Simmons on Christian Wood at all. What was going on with Christian Wood in this game? I mean, honestly, like, it's just the, yeah. 
it's the up and it's, it's the up, I, I it's the up and downs of Christian Wood, right? Like when, yeah. you're, when you're that type of player, you're coming off the bench, you're taking advantage of mismatches, and sometimes they're going to go well for you, and sometimes they're not. And he had so many times where he just drives the basket and just didn't have anything to do, like didn't have anything to do, couldn't get the ball above his head, like they was getting slapped away, and then. I'll give him a little credit. The inconsistency of some of the calls that were being called. Oh, yeah. He he did set some screens that were offensive fouls, and so that's some of his turnovers. But the inconsistency of the calls just got to the Mavericks in several ways. And I asked Dorian yeah. about this after the game. I was like, what 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 do you do like as a leader to try and get them back in the game? And he acknowledged it. I was like, yeah, you know, it is tough for us, but we just got to put it behind us, keep moving forward, keep trying to, you know, play our game. And I think it got into the, the heads of, of guys, but – this is a, it was a hard team for they also they put Royce O'Neal on Christian Wood at times and that's been sort of the way that you can counteract what Christian Wood can do is pu- put a wing on him because then his advantages aren't as pronounced as they have been against some of these second units where you're going against a slow big or a small guard. Have you ever seen somebody do that against a Mavs big before? Put a wing on the big. I know. Um, <laughs> a lot of flashbacks. But but you know. Like with the second unit, I caught a little flack about this before the season started of saying, hey, in the second unit, it's going to be Tim and Christian Wood. They just need one of those guys to do well. Yeah. And there's going to be some nights it's Tim, some nights it's Christian Wood. And it's not all about like, hey, what this player like did wrong. It's just there's only so many mouths to feed like coming off the bench where like Tim, when Tim came in and played his 13 minutes, he played well before he got hurt. And that whole thing was super weird. And Dorian said, but, he was like, it was going to be one of those Tim games. I just thought you could just tell yeah. when he comes out hot. You're like, Oh, it's gonna be one of those games where he goes for 20 or 30. Yeah. So like he had it early on Christian Woods playing some of those minutes and stuff with Tim, you know, Wood was frustrated at times, just some different plays. He, he's, he gets one travel call out on the perimeter. It feels like every single game ever. It feels like every Wood single does. game. Yeah, there's yeah. some type of he catches it, he takes off before he starts dribbling. Tonight, I don't even think he did that, but he still got called for a travel. I feel like that's um, being called more in the league, though. I feel like we've seen so many of those this year compared to last year. But maybe it's just because last year I think about like playoffs where everybody's fine tuned and like ready to go, and this is the beginning of the season. Yeah, so so I look at a game like this from Christian Wood, and I like it doesn't really bother me hardly at all because no. for me it's all about the expectation. Then I'm like, hey, he's part of the bench unit. And if one of these guys, like they still won the game and he didn't have a good game at all. So like I was in the camp of like Christian Wood's not going to like make or break the season for, for Dallas. So he's, he can have a bad night and like we, there's enough guys that what? Oh, how, how about on, on that point to your point, Dinwiddie didn't play well. One of eight from the field, four turnovers played 20, 28 minutes. Bullock minus 18 in his minutes, missed all five of his shots. Christian Wood, uh, didn't have a great game, like you just said. Tim Hardaway Jr. plays 14 minutes and then goes out with an injury, uh, and then the Mavericks still win, <laughs> and they have 22 turnovers. Like that, I mean, it was just finding ways to win, and the Mavericks are like you can keep looking at these games and saying, how do they keep blowing these fourth quarter leads? But they are finding ways to win now, four games in a row. Yeah, and it's you know you look at Maxi tonight. Maxi was a plus 18 in this game. Mm. Um, you look at Josh Green plus eleven. I mean, Josh Green is the I think Austin Greer coined him the plus minus god. <laughs> um, but you know Dwight or uh, Tim was a plus six. Dwight was a plus seven. They had that bench unit there, especially in the second half, that did yeah. really really well together. Josh, Maxi, Dwight, um, Spencer was in that, and Bullock was in it too. I think for a little bit, for for a little bit there. So it's you know it's one one of the things about this Mavs team is it feels like. 
can you get one or two of these guys to be the supporting cast of Luca? I mean, not a single other player besides Luca tonight took took over, you know, 10 field goal attempts in the game. Yeah. You know, Dorian Dorian took nine, Christian Wood took nine. And then it was like Luca at 22. When you look at the top, <laughs> it's like Durant 20, Royce Nell 12, Cam Thomas 13, Joe Harris 10. Like there's guys taking double digit shots. Dallas, it was spread across the board. It's a little dangerous saying, hey, can we get, you know, two of you guys to have a good game? You know, we just need any two yeah. of you guys. And then you have like eight guys that you're like, can I get any two of you? And I think in a perfect world, those two guys are more defined. But right now it's working, and right now they're winning games, so you can't complain too much about it. Uh, speaking of complaining about something, can we talk about JaVale McGee for three minutes? Um, Just how bad he is? Just that's, I mean, all, he, that's all he played was three minutes. He shouldn't be playing at all. Like, at all. Especially since they have three other bigs. And that's, yeah, that's I mean, all that's, they really need in a rotation. I mean, you should... Just start Dwight at this point, and Christian Wood comes off the bench. Maxi plays a five. And, I mean, it sucks, but it's just – I mean, he's doing nothing good on the floor right now. We didn't even mention this. They started out uh, – the Nets were up 7-2, to and then at the nine-minute mark of the first quarter, JaVale McGee throws this high-low pass to Luka that just sails over his head. And then Luka whips over and looks at the sideline, looks at his bench, and looks at the coaches or the bench and just yells something – and then the next dead ball, Christian Wood subs in for JaVale McGee. Only played three minutes. Like I think this was his shortest first half stint. We've seen him play, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, but they the, then the Mavs were down 11 to 25. The, all the rhythm and stuff was all, t- like, messed up. And, like, they went down 14 points early in this game and ended up having a, another comeback. Tougher night tonight. JaVale McGee or the ball boys? Oh, you mean the fl- the floor wiper yeah, kids. I guess they're yeah. ball boys, but yeah, yeah. Th- that was that was rough because uh, we saw Pascal Siakam in the Raptors game take a take a slide and fall and hurt himself, and now he's out for a while, which stinks. And then Tim Hardaway Jr. The reason why he was out in this game, he did the splits. There was no one around him. He was just he was yeah, just was like running through the lane, and then did the splits and hurt his hamstring or something. And then Luca slips later, and he's like he's like jogging back down like. Like a you know like a defensive back in football like going like backpedaling backwards and just like screaming at the ball boys to go wipe up the sweat on the floor. Wipe the floor! Like, wipe the I'm floor! Like, oh god! And they're both sitting there. They're like high school kids or like middle school kids or something with these mops, and they're just looking at them like we're not allowed to go out unless there's a dead ball. <laughs> like they're just <laughs> waiting. As soon as the dead ball happened, they went out there and they wiped it up. Luckily, I think it was a a team employee from the Nets that went out there and like wiped it up before they could yeah. get out there. I'm not, and I was joking about the ball boys. It's not all their fault. There's different. There's, there's ice different, under the floor. Yeah, yeah. There's different stuff with that, but um, it was just funny. I only said that because Luca was like visibly yelling at the ball boys, and I'm like, oh my god. He just wanted to get their attention to get them to go wipe that up. Like, why are you not wiping yeah. this up? He wasn't like uh, yeah. MF and them or anything. <laughs> he wasn't saying things that Tony Brothers would say to a, a random NBA player, but. There you go. Guys, let us know in the comment section what's one thing that stood out to you. Mavs get a win. We will be back tomorrow breaking this down. Talking about hey, let, let, let me tease for tomorrow. I haven't even told you this, but uh, tomorrow, let's talk about Anthony Davis stuff. <laughs> Could Dallas go after him? Coming up on tomorrow's show. Also, if you haven't, go vote. Go vote today. Go vote. Take time out of your day. It's what we can do for each other to be good 
citizens, to be good to each other, to help each other out. Let go, me see your sticker, guys. Go vote. Let me I, see I got sticker. my sticker somewhere. I think it's in the car still, but I voted. Go ahead. Check it out, guys. Uh, go listen to Locked On Sports Today, incredible podcast, breaking down all the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps. The Houston Astros guys, I know we hate the Astros. The Houston Astros guys in yesterday's episode had the funniest post-game reaction. His, he's at the game where they win the World Series. And H-Town Wheelhouse is, is his like radio name, I guess. And his voice is so hoarse. He's screaming at the camera just to be heard. And his head is tilted. I'm like, he sound like a murderer. So if you want to hear, if you want to hear the Astros roast, sound like a murderer, go check out Locked On Sports today yesterday. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. He's out. Boom.